morning. Welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I am Ken Walls. I'm your host, and I have an amazingly special guest on today. She's a good friend of mine. We met in person when I was in Las Vegas, and she is absolutely amazing. And I want to want to tell you, you guys are going to be blown away by this lady. So without any further from me, I want to introduce you to Lisa Caprelli. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hi, Ken. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So, <laughs> I know we're on different time zones, so it's very nice. Yeah, and you're, uh, it's early in, in California. <laughs> What a beautiful background, too, by the way. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> that, kitchen, that kitchen's gorgeous. So, so Lisa, um, you know, this show is about, I mean, it's called Breakthrough Walls. My very intelligent wife came up with the, the name. <laughs> and, and so um, it's really to help. It, it's to tell people's stories, to, to help other people have hope and, and see that, it's possible to break through all the the nonsense and 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 live an amazing life and i know you have had your fair share of nonsense in life <laughs> right oh yes. As, yes as we all have and and yet you live at, well we won't talk about exactly where you live yet um but you you live in a very amazing place and and have done some awesome things so um let's start out with talking about um, where were you born and raised? Okay, give me 10 seconds. I want to share your Facebook on my wall because I had a lot of friends and family tuning yeah. in. So um, I'm trying to find where the life is, Ken. Is it? So is, I go to, did you go to my page? I go to your basic Ken Walls page. See, yeah. Ken's, see Ken's a technology expert. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I don't see it. Okay, well, hopefully people are on. I told them to follow you. Well, I can go ahead. Take your time. I don't care. All right. it, it'll only take a few seconds. Just refresh my page. Go to my page and refresh it, and you should see it. I know. It's not. I'll come back in a second. Okay. So um, I really, first of all, appreciate being on the show. This was really important to me. I know that you interview so many amazing people, and I've had the privilege of watching a lot of the interviews you've done, and you do such a great job. So thank you. Um, hats off to you to doing that, because I know how much it takes to go and, and interview people, and it's a selfish thing you do, and the messages you're trying to share. So I'm hoping today that I get to share some really good messages based on my life and the amazing people you know that I've met in my lifetime. Yeah. So I was born and raised in the border town of El Paso, Texas. Oh, wow. And, and so um, hey, could, El Paso could you, is... Could you turn your volume on your computer down just a little bit? Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of feedback. I want to make sure that... Is that better? Yeah, that's good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Good. Okay. Got Perfect. it. Perfect. And... Um, so El Paso is practically near Mexico. So uh grew up uh, not a lot, you know, grew up poor, um, middle child. Um, my older sister, Debbie, Susie, me, the middle, my sister, Ruth, Mike, and my mom raised us all. Um, didn't have a dad growing up uh, pretty much. He, he left us when I was four. And, um, you know, you've had many uh, leaders on your show, and I've heard they all have stories of struggle and, and adversity, and, and that, does what it, that is what defines you. And... Um, so I grew up in Texas, and, um, you know, El Paso is actually um, dominantly Hispanic. 
So being, you know, of the population and, and being a Latina myself, um, that was, I just got to see uh, the our culture and how different it was fast forward to California, which we'll get to later. Uh, so growing up, I was often told, no, no, you can't have this, Lisa. We can't afford this. And, uh, you know, I hated I hated hearing no. I hated that my friends could afford a 10 cent snack for popcorn and I couldn't. I couldn't get a magazine back then. Um, and uh, I didn't like hearing no. I had to accept it at the time. And I grew up really quiet, really shy, real introverted. A lot of people don't know that. Um, I often say my only words were on paper because I, I got my voice out through writing, and that's probably why now, as an adult, I really love writing a lot and, and sharing messages of other people's voice. And um, so I stayed in El Paso to my mid-20s, um, got to work with different companies, work, learn everything I could about other companies and uh, job roles. Um, I didn't know later in life that would lead me to to work with entrepreneurs as I have. But, but like, <laughs> as, as a child... And as a child, you, um, you know, I, I think, and, and you've probably heard me mention this on, on the stream before. Um, and, and by the way, I know it's bugging you. So make sure that you, you, you go figure out how to share this. I'm doing um, it right now because my son just said you're not on and I, I figured it out. E. Uh, <laughs> so, so as a, as a child, I see. I find that that most people are um, there's some sort of. Oh, it just told me that you shared it. Yay! So, so as a child, most people are influenced, or um, there's some sort of a person or an event. Typically, I think that occurs for most people that kind of drives them um, to become who we who we become as adults. And, and when I say that to you, what, what's the first thing that comes to mind? What is it that influenced you the most? You know, I often say it takes just one person believing you can change your life. And when I was around 20 to 24 years old, I met a woman named Cindy Kirkland. She was my boss. I worked for a court reporting firm at the time. I used to be a court reporter, rose to director of marketing because of this woman. She recognized my skill set. She went to the boss and said, do you know who's working for you? And um, I immediately started learning more about the company. Again, would serve me later in life. Learned about HR, business, advertising, all these different things that a company needs. So Cindy would spend time. I would ask her questions. I must have asked her thousands and thousands of questions. And she had had her history working with some great companies like Budget Rent-A-Car and just really big companies. And so... I was always interested in asking questions, even off the clock. I mean, I packed in the wages I earned. It wasn't even about that. I just thought, thought how cool. I get to learn about a company. I get to learn about something that I did not grow up with. So Cindy believed in me. Um, when we when I left, it was really hard. I worked with her for five years, and she always encouraged me to get out of El Paso. Go. She goes, Go work for a CEO. Go, Lisa, you're not meant. You're meant for bigger, better things. She constantly told me that message, and I, I finally believed it because here's wow. I'm like, wow. she's telling me this. Fast forward, um, lost touch with her as I moved from uh, Texas to California when I was 29 years old. And about 33, 34, I had to get in touch with this woman, Cindy. I had to tell her what she did for my life. 
I she wasn't on Facebook or social media. So I had to get write her a letter. Right. She called me. We cried. She had seen I had started a mortgage and real estate company by then that was very successful um, using my marketing background. And uh, I was doing art. And she showed all her office. And and she goes, Oh my God, this girl Lisa. And remember, we didn't have, we had lost touch all these years. And I said, You changed my life. <laughs> I have to tell you this. And, uh, you know, we cried. And um, to this, years later, she started a company called Intelligy, Intelligy.com Technology. Yeah. She hired my company, my team, to do her website, understand. We got to work together again. Wow. <laughs> Called all the time. And uh, we're friends to this day. And you never know what comes back full circle to you. So I believe in helping others. And I always took her mentoring to the people, to my interns, to people that work with me, because I believe it's important to pay it forward. That one person changed my life. Yeah, that's that's so incredible. Can you hear me, by the way? Yes, I, can I you hear me? Yeah, I turned the gain down on my mic. I, I kept getting more more of that feedback. Um, so 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 one person. Now this was in er, like I would assume your early twenties that, that that you met this lady. Yes, it okay. was my early twenties. Okay, so, um, so, but okay, let's back up a little bit. So you went to you went to school, high school, all that in in the El Paso area, right? Yes. Um, and then, and that is that's a border town, right? That's like right oh, it is. on the edge. Great, so, great Mexican food. So I brought that with me to California. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So, so you you grew up down there. Did you go to college? Yes, I went to college. Um, I changed degrees. I, I started early on in uh, court reporting, decided that was really kind of boring. Um, I had a child young. I got pregnant at 19 years old, had Matthew, who's been uh, the only constant in my life. He's now 27 years old, just yeah. got married to Lori Caprelli. And amazing, and I know Matthew, and he's an amazing, amazing thank, young man. Thank you. Yeah. So while I don't promote young mom um it served me well i I had an incredible family that that helped me with matthew and and his name means a gift from god and he truly has been and um so yes i went to college i changed degrees um in my 20s mid-20s to social psychology i i realized that it doesn't matter how smart you are i was always a straight-a student remember i was quiet i was a bookworm so i felt like being smart was going to be my way back right later on i know that you need a voice it helps to speak it helps to become a leader and and learn what people want to lead teams right so in uh my mid-20s i changed degrees to social psychology because understanding people communication is everything isn't it yes it is it is and so that serve me well for business and people and, and, and having happiness and love because that's what we're basically all on here on earth for, I believe. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. So, so you were, you, so you went to college in El Paso. I went to college in El Paso. Um, I moved to a a little town outside of San Antonio, Texas called Del Rio for a few years. Mm -hmm. And I got to go to school at UTSA near there. Um, I got my degree at Park University um, I actually didn't complete my degree until I was around 40 years old. I was, I was three classes shy when I came to California and did well with business. I thought I didn't need to finish my degree. But what's nice about finishing it later in life was I got to show both my boys then, look, your mom did this, so <laughs> you have no excuse. Yeah, 
Well, and I, you know, I've always wondered where that deep southern draw came from. There you go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have a southern draw at all. I don't. I got rid of my accent. I used to say y'all. Y'all have a good day. And I don't. See. I've been here in California 18 years now. I love it though. I, I hey, I say y'all. So, and I'm from Ohio. So, <laughs> I don't like. So, so you okay? So you you were. Uh, Hey, there's Richard Trevino. Um, he's down in South Texas. Um, he's in Corpus, Corpus Christi. But um, so, so you were you you ended up going to school for a while outside of San Antonio, um, or lived outside of San Antonio, and and then you um, eventually at some point, like, so you worked with this lady and was that in court reporting? Is that where you met? It was a court reporting firm. And I ended up knowing all the departments running. Yes. And, and it, it was, it was again, going back in time for the circumstances I had, I, I had job training that was more valuable than the economics of what El Paso wages at the time. paid. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so you ended up at some point. You ended up in um, in California. Yes. And I decided um, I was done with not getting faster, quicker. I had had my taste of California just a little bit um, when my sisters lived here, and I it was just one of those things. Um, more truth to be told, I got out of a relationship. My heart was broken. I. Texas was just not doing it for me. And there was something about Southern California. There's a huge entrepreneurial spirit here, if you've ever been. There's so many people that are self-made, so many people with great ideas that learn how to make those ideas into vision, into business. Right. I moved here with nothing but $100 and a and huge vulnerability, um, a smile. <laughs> I, um, I asked people to help me, and people will help you. I realized how kind people were. Yeah. And my, I will say, not no one supported my move here. Not my family, not my friends, not one single person. They actually discouraged me. Do not go to California. Right. What are you doing? California is bad. There's drugs. You're not going to make it. It's too expensive. Well, I didn't listen to them. Right. <laughs> because I, I knew, Ken, that I could always go back to Texas. Yep. You know, and any one of you would take me back if I don't make it. I had, I had nothing but ambition and perseverance i what was my risk i had nothing to yep. my name so i went for it and the best thing i did because it, within a year um i saved enough money to be a partner in a new business and that was the that was one of the most successful businesses i had which was in mortgage and real estate and back in the early 2000s we know that was one of the best businesses to be in it was a yeah yes. it was it definitely had a heck of a run laura peterson's on here she's from texas as well she says UTSA Roadrunners. <laughs> I guess. So, so, um, so you got into the mortgage business, and and I, I don't even have to. I, I could speculate, but uh, that that whole industry took a major hit in the late two thousands, um, mm-hmm. and I'm sure you were were probably in. I, mm-hmm. I would imagine part of that. Um, but the, you know, I do know that today and, and I don't want to get too far ahead, but I know today you're not in the mortgage business, are you? 
No, I'm not. Yeah. And I want to say what helped grow the, the, the business was the marketing background I had. We also did a lot of radio back then, radio advertising. I did radio shows heavily. Yeah. And when I was first on radio, one of, when I did the radio show on FM station, 97.1 at the time, um, that's how I met Carrie, my good dear friend, our mutual friend, Carrie Kasem. She Carrie. was our host. And she's I said to her, teach me radio, I'll teach you business and other things. And yeah. we've since done projects and business together. Um, so again, remember one person that can change your life, that's another person. Yeah. And uh, so I have my hand in radio today, and I know I'm jumping forward. Yeah. Um, I, I think with video, thanks to digital marketing, yeah. marketing has completely changed. It has. I agree. So so you, um, and, and uh, again... You, you, you pivoted, you had to pivot like the, the, I know a lot of people that were in the mortgage business owners and, and brokers, agents that, that like <laughs> it hit the fan. I mean, yeah, the recession. Bad. we all remember August of 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what it's like to lose $90,000 in one month. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so other people lost millions. So yeah. it's neither here nor there, but it taught me a lot, and the recession had me take a hard look at my life. I was in a relationship at the time. I was not happy. Right. Uh, we made incredible amounts of money, had real estate. We had fancy cars. I had a Ferrari, Viper, all these things, you know. Yeah. And at the time, I was seeing other people, you know, mind you, I'm meeting all these people in California right. who have boats and mansions and yachts and getting invited to all these different things. I was in media, so I got invited to all these cool media things, and I still never forgot my roots. I used to say, oh, my God, this person has this. And I would discover that they weren't happy, that wealth is, does not mean happiness. Right. And it was the same for me. I was not in a good relationship. And the recession hit. It was kind of going back to yourself again. It, like like I hear you say, hitting, hitting the walls. Yeah. And I just I wanted to start over with a clean slate. I did not. I decided to sever that business relationship, you know. And at the time, people knew me for marketing, marketing guru. And so people were having me help them with business. So I started figuring out social media, video, all these tools that would help other people. So I was getting hired to help other companies. And so then I started my own agency. Yeah. And I fell in love again with business. And and that's that's what you and I have collaborated on on um, a couple of things. And. Um, which blows me away, like you know, like like you're 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 a you're just a, a freak. You're you're awesome, and so you know to to have you reach out to me and say, hey, I want to collaborate with you on this project is is pretty cool. But so so you know you've gone. You, so okay, you start in Texas. You, you're you're born and raised in Texas. Um, you moved to California. I'm assuming L.A. Orange County. Orange County. Okay, Orange County. Um, which you are the one that taught me that's not part of LA. <laughs> and I always thought it was. So, well, yes. It's, yeah. It's, did you say it's, it's south of LA? It's, so it's, it's LA, Orange County, San Diego. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you're in Orange County. Um, you're, you're, you're rocking and rolling in the mortgage business. The mortgage business takes a dive and, and you, um, let me ask you this. Did, did you ever hit that, um, that wall of feeling absolutely helpless? Like you, you, you there was no Many times. hope, like, like, Many times. like, how do I, how do I go 
forward from here, this is bad? Many times. And I think that you're real if you don't say that's happened to any one of us. Yeah. You know, nobody gets a free card on on pain, on struggle or suffering. Um, uh, mine, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, we're in, in personal relationships. And um, by age 34, I had my second son, Trey. And I, at 38, the recession happened. I left, left that relationship. And, um, I mean, I have visions of, um, and I'm sure other people have, like, just being in my bathroom, just on my, you know, rolling myself up crying, just saying, there's got to be a way. Like, this is not what my life is meant to be. This is not what I want to be known for. This is not what I want my children to know. Like, I want them to see love in my life. I have huge love to give. Um, I'm a big giver. And um, so... The quest for being in a relationship was so important to me because I truly believe this. I'm so passionate about this. I, um, I'm writing a book called The Five Hats, and it's based on the understanding of other people's stories who would come to me. So I'm very vulnerable and real, and so I work with CEOs, and, you know, we all have relationships, business, personal, children, um, passions, and they would tell me, like, you know, what's your relationship like? What's yours like? And I would find the common denominator. Like, if you're not happy in your home and your personal relationship, it's going to pour over into your business. I challenge anyone to tell me otherwise. And so. I agree. I, I'm sorry? I said I agree with you. So for me, I kind of feel like God gave me a, a path to, to learn what not to do and make some bad decisions. To <laughs> right. Then. I, I swear, and I'm very real and authentic, and my children know, you know, my family knows, and I used to call my sisters or mom crying about my, you know, the people you could be real with, right, your close friends, and yeah. I had all this great success in business, like, if I have an idea for someone or vision, it will happen, and then, but to look in the mirror and not have that, it's really hard, yeah. it's it's really hard, because you, you, you tell yourself, what am I doing wrong, what is happening, I, in taking responsibility, I made wrong choices. I could have left those bad relationships earlier. So yeah. um, with that, I, I came up with the five hats that for a few years I, I tell people about, and they tell me you need to write a book about that. So I am. So the five hats that I want to share with you and, and people watching are in having balance in all areas, five hats. One is family. Well, we are all born of a woman, as we know. We're automatically born into family, even if it's a family of one. Yep. And as you grow up in life, family will serve you well. Two, the second balance you need is friendship. We all need friends. We need love and influences outside of us. And friendship is important with your partner. Friendship is important with people you work with. Yep. Uh, friendship yeah. is important. And then the, the third one, so one is family, two is friendship, three is career or business. Well, we obviously have to have good career business to have the rewards in life. Right. we got to pay our, our bills and, you know, common sense things. And the career we choose, the, the business you choose, is going to affect the first two. And then the next one, the fourth hat, um, I call uh, connection. We all need love and connection. If you are in an intimate relationship, that's sex and intimacy. And sex and intimacy are so important. And I'll tell you, that was the hat that I was not getting <laughs> served well. Yeah. So, again, I had to have all hats. The fifth hat I call adventure. We, so we need adventure. We sometimes need to turn off the other hats and go. If, you, if you're a skier, if you like to skydive, if you like to go hiking, if you like to pour yourself into a book, if you like to do fun, crazy things with your partner together, that's 
us being a, a little child again. And, uh, you know, I often say, if you think of yourself as a child, you, uh, you want to play. It's like a creative expression. When you think of yourself as a child and you're playing, you're not thinking about responsibilities. You're not thinking about stresses. You are just playing. So when you grow up, sometimes I say, why do we stop playing? We don't have to. And right. you can play on one of those hats. And I, you know, if you're blessed to have a good partner and you get to play in all five hats, I think it's like, that's happiness. That's harmony. And I have to say, I have that today. <laughs> I, I, I know. And I see, I see you uh, playing all over the dang world now. Like, wow. So, so, and that's, I, I love that. And I can't wait for your book. By the way, um, she has an existing book. Oh. Color Your Message. You know, I, I still don't have a signed copy of this book. I'm going to call you oh, out right here. Oh, I have to send you one. And I have your book, too. Um, I wanted to show it. So yeah. Ken Walls has the book, too. So you got to get this book. Most of them know. But, yeah, so this this is a great book. And, and, and I know you just revised it um, because it's about digital marketing and, and social media. See, I'm ready. It is revised. Oh, there it is. Yes. yes. And it's on Kindle today. Um, oh, yes, nice. thank you. I'm working on a book also called Skip a Step. Nice. Um, and it's about um, I've got to interview some amazing people, entrepreneurs, leaders doing great work. I got to interview uh, Michael Gerber, who wrote oh. The E-Myth. Yeah. Um, wow. So many great people I've got to interview. So, so you know, again, this is this is. Um, I want this also to be about, you know, how do we help people have that 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 moment, that moment of clarity, and and I know because you and I have had some deep, deep conversations. Yes, we and, have, and you can share about any one of them if you want. No, <laughs> I won't go into personal stuff, but but the. You know, I do want to talk about those moments where you feel like um, used or you feel helpless or you feel, you know, just crushed like somebody else tore you down and, and how in the hell do you get back up and and because you've had those moments, I know you have, and I I don't want to expose all of your your vulnerabilities or, but but you know we've all had those moments, all of every single one of us have been yes. through that, and and yes. you know it's and and I think that I I know and I know that you know people who it happened thirty years ago and they're still stuck in it and never did anything about it, never moved forward, never moved on with their life. And, and, you know, that's sad to me. It's very, very sad. And there's this epidemic of people taking their lives in, in this country. And, and it just rips my heart out because I have been through a lot of crap in life. And, and hey, I'm, I'm no different than anyone else. I've, when you go through it, it's like, why am I alive? You know, like, but, 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 you know, let's talk about how, when, when you meet somebody that's going through this stuff, what do you think the number one thing is that that holds people back from from getting through it and moving upward and onward? They are afraid of change. They're afraid it's the same. It's easier to the devil that you know is better than the devil you don't know. Um, people are afraid of change, mm. so they'll stay in this status quo. I, I've done it too. Um, I really believe until you 
take personal responsibility for your choices instead of blaming others. Well, it's because he was this or it's because he was an addict or he was an alcoholic or he was abusive or he was mean or, okay, but wait a minute, sir, ma'am, you have a choice. We're in the United States of America. Do we not have the freedom to start over? It may be difficult. It may not be pretty. It may be pain. It may cost tears, but do you have the ability to change your life? And, and that's it. If you say no, but, or, or my children, well, first of all, if you're in a not good situation, your children feel it, they know it. Yeah. Your yeah. children want you to be happy and loved. Think of, I always say, vision your life down the road, 40, 50, 67 years old. And if you, if you stay the, chain, the same, where you're not happy, you're not truly not happy, and you know it, and the people close to you know it, and you're lying to yourself if you say, if you're masking it, what do you want to be known for? And I, I, I had the vision where I don't want my children to say, God, mom settled. Mom, mom should have had more love. Yeah. But instead, she took the safe route. And I no, I want people to, to laugh with me, love with me, grow with me. And that's real. And it's authentic. And, you know, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I can't do it any other way. So, <laughs> so I tell the world I'm in a good relationship and the world knows and I, I want that. And with right. the same with my children and, and colleagues and again, communication is, is essential to that. But a lot of people will make the choice to make the change. Yeah. And then fast forward, they are happy they did it. Right. You know, and, and, um, you've, you've made changes. You've made the change to move from Vegas to where you are. That was hard. It was harder moving to Vegas from where I was, so it was easy to get the heck out of there. I'll tell as you know. Anyway, so yeah, and and that's the thing is is you know we go through this stuff, and and I I remember, um, you know, I reached out to you and 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 we talked about some stuff a while back because you were going through some really hard things, and and that's one of the things that I I try to you know. I, I was thinking this morning because I just saw a dear, a, a wonderful, wonderful friend of mine. Her her son took his life the other day, and oh. and it just it's heart wrenching, like heart wrenching to me that 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 happens. And and it's like you know, there's we got to make a difference in this world. Like people need to know that that that's not the answer. That, people need to know that they matter. That they matter. tell people. Right. Tell the people in your life they matter. Right. Text them. Send them emojis. Right. Tell people I love you more. Right. right. People need to know that they matter. We get lost in, you know, as the conversation is in, in social media, we get lost and buried. Hardly people pick up the phone and call each other anymore, right? Right. right. I agree. I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe it's because I'm almost 50 years old. Um, but I'm old school like that. It's like, you know, I, I used to, in fact, it, it wasn't until the last probably couple of years, I, I had employees that would text me about things and I would say, do not send me a text. I hate text messaging. Don't text me. Like, call me on the phone. Let's go old school here. <laughs> you know, like, just call me and say, hey, this is what's going on. Don't try to text me a, a, a problem. I, I don't want to hear that. Let's, right. I don't want to see that. Um, today, it's, you know, it's become more and more and more prevalent that, that you text. But, but that, you know, I, um, Wait. 
You want to make a personal connection. You do want to escalate call, meet. Even Zoom calls are great, yes, right? Yes, I agree. I totally agree with that. So if you had someone in, in that the, you, you met, um, you know, that the just reached out to you and said, hey, I, I – um, I don't know what to do. Um, my electric's getting shut off tomorrow. I have no money in my account. I can't feed my children. Um, what, what, what's, what piece of advice would you, would you give that person? I would say you? ask for help first. Yeah. Ask, be vulnerable, be humble. Yeah. Ask first. Yeah. Figure out what you can do. And there's times, again, for me, when I think like, oh, despair, whatever, I tell myself that I don't want to. Lisa, you know, what can you do? Not what can't you do? There's a saying that Tony Robbins says, focus, focus and be excited about what can go right. What's wrong is always available. Yes, it's true. So, so you know, give yourself, what do I have? Be, stop and go, what three things am I grateful for today? Right. You have to be grateful for something. And again, life and time isn't promised to anyone. Be grateful for your life. Be grateful that if you are healthy, that you're healthy. Right. Be grateful that if you have to start over, how cool. You get to start over. Right. And, and have a new, you know, clean slate, a new landscape. Um, again, I myself go through things where I feel like, you know, I need people, and but I will connect and call people, and they're there for me. I've called you many times. Yeah. And you're... Yeah. You pick up the phone and, and we talk about, you know, life because, again, you can have these appearances that all these things are going great, but we still have to return to ourselves. And remember, I talked about, you know, having that fourth connection with people is, is yeah. very important. And, and, and I think, you know, when it, when it, I mean, that, that's the thing that social media has done is it, um, it makes everything look perfect. Like that beautiful background behind you, right? Or the, mm -hmm. the background behind me. It makes everything look just, you know, rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> and, and the reality is life is life. And, and you know, you recently, um, I, I don't know, it's been, what, five or six months ago you moved, right? Has it yes. Been, is it, or is it, was it longer? Well, I moved that? twice. I moved from Irvine, um Testing to Irvine, um, and then I moved from Irvine to here in Huntington Beach, which is funny. This is where I started when I moved. moved I'm in a nicer place than when I started. Yeah. But, um, I live steps from the ocean, nice by the pier. Um, I'm very blessed um, to have the creative space to work with. Wow. Um, I have an amazing relationship with an amazing man. He was, he's a physician. Yeah. He gets all the – when I met him, I go, well, I first got to show you talk about the five hats, you know, without, like, scaring him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I said, I have to have this, or it's just not going to work. Right. And, and Ken, I also have, um, I had made a list of, of, over a year ago called um, all the ultimate life partner list. I had a list of 80-something things that I wanted. You know, you hear about, write down what you want, right, yeah. in your list. So 80-something things. I didn't tell him about that until oh just a God. few recently. And, you know, but it was... It was very specific. I actually have this. I share this with people. I'm like, here, I have a worksheet. It's going to be in my book, The Five Hats. Because even if your relationship has gone sour or gone south or, or flat, we go back to that and, and work on yourselves. Yeah. And that that's the other thing is, is you know, I see um, people that, that um, you know, I, I see posts about, like, on, on social media about, well, you know, if it's not going right, walk away. However... 
I, I, I got to tell you that, that, you know, my wife and I have an amazing relationship and it's not always been like that. And it's not always like that. I yeah. literally just got a text message from a client of mine that said, I love, love, love Jill, my wife. <clears throat> so, yeah. you know, because she's amazing, but yeah. we're, we're two different, we're two different human beings. And <laughs> our, our paradigms of the world are not going to be the same ever. There's never going to have that. Nobody is ever going to view the world exactly the way you do. <laughs> Right. And how boring would that be if they all did? Like, oh, my God. So, so, yes. So it's important to learn how to communicate effectively. Yes. It's important to say my wants and needs. Yes. And have some stick to itiveness. Like, yes. Take off your track shoes and and instead of running like, you know, Maybe I had a friend of mine one time say, you know, I, I he had been married multiple times and he said, um, he's like, I, I hate my wife half the time. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, but I figure I, I'm going to make this one work. The other four didn't work or something. And, I, right. and I'm the only well, common denominator. So I'm going to work on me. And I'm so, going to see responsibility. Right. Yes. And it's compromise and a relationship is some understanding someone else's perspective, but someone who's willing to do that yes. and ask the questions instead of saying you're wrong. I was once in a relationship where the guy used to say, oh, your feelings are wrong. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine that? No. Or, or just so many things. So based on that story, you know, Chris, my boyfriend and I, we actually get along while well communicate. Again, we work on it. So it takes two willing people to work on that, that, to understand when you don't agree. So the other day we're driving to his dad's house. His dad just turned like 94 years old and uh, amazing uh, man as well. And um, we're in the car driving and I'm like, what is that music? Like, I don't like it. And he goes, I was like, it just sounded like noise and distraction. And, and I was like cringing, like change it. And then he stopped and said, well, Lisa, why don't you like it? Instead of just changing it or saying like, oh, I can't believe, well, you like your country and I like this, you know, like, yeah. you know, like what I would have had in my past. And he's just asking me, well, why don't you like it? And I was like, well, I don't know. Well, I said, I can't understand the words. I need to know the lyrics to a song for me to like it. And it was so fast and like alternative rock, which I just didn't grow up with. And and so I we laughed. I, he go he said, Okay, he goes, this morning when I got in the car, I listened to the station, and I said, oh, my God, Lisa, we're going to, Lisa's going to love the station. We're going to get to listen to this on the drive to my dad, you know, our drive to Oxnard, and she's going to love it, and we're going to just have, you know, remember things, you know, and, and so I, I started laughing, and I said, see how different we are? <laughs> right, right. And, and, and I, but I the compromise, I said, I'm willing to learn to like it. I need to print out the lyrics. <laughs> right. And and that's the thing is is if you find you got to learn how to you've you've got to communicate. You've got to communicate. You've got to be open and and that the, I I I love that. So, and I truly believe that, you know, people fall into these funks and these depressions because they 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 just don't they don't know how to communicate, right? They don't know how to communicate yes. what they're feeling. To whom it doesn't matter if it's a life partner or a a, a a a child or a parent or whoever a boss who right like 
learn how to communicate effectively with other people and 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 so you know and the first first step in that is is reaching out and being able to share your feelings so you know yes so you would like that that person that's struggling you're you're saying ask for help ask for help connect reach out to people be vulnerable be humble there's a uh, Brene Brown TED talk called um, on vulnerability it's you've probably watched it it's been watched around the world 30 million times um watch that video again the TED talk Brene Brown B-R-E-N-E Brown um you know, it talks about the vulnerability. Google what the word vulnerability is. It's really an authentic, authentic place. She says, when you're vulnerable, um, you will have creativity, love. It's the birthplace of meaning and joy. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. By the yeah. way, I have friends and family watching. Thank you so much for watching. And if you're watching this afterwards, Ken Walls does an amazing show, as you can tell, <laughs> with his questions. Um, and... Uh, and I just want to honor you, Ken, for you were one of the first people that reached out to me when I was having uh, some funk in a relationship I got out of last year. Yeah. And we, I cried. You gave me some amazing advice. And I said, I will never forget this. So remember you said reach out to people? Yeah. And you, you reached out to me, but I took advantage and did talk to you. Yeah. And, um, you know, I cried. And you said, you gave me, remember this. You said, and, and in a moment of vulnerability, I did remember what you said. Mm-hmm. And... And I, I said I will never forget this. But sometimes we need we need each other to kind of mentor each other. Yes. To be the cheerleader. Sometimes, like if you've ever had a personal trainer, and they get in your head, your coach. If you've been on a team, sometimes we need that as adults. Why do we stop needing that? We all, we always need that. And I I think you know even for me, I reach out to people all the time when I. You know, I, I talked to a really, really good friend and client of mine, Lisa Copeland, yesterday about some some things, and and man, she was just like boom, and and you know, like that. We all need that. This is like you can't like uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer is one of my favorite authors, and and, and and he wrote I don't even remember which book it was. It might have been There's a Spiritual Solution for Every Problem, and and um. You know, he said in that book that that spirituality cannot exist in a vacuum, and and, right. and we're all you know we're all spiritual beings having a human experience, and mm-hmm. so like if you're trying to go it alone and and figure it all out on your own, and 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 I'm gonna you know my wife hates me, but I'm gonna figure all this out on my own, or. Or, or I hate my wife and, or I hate my other, or whatever. Like you're not. Yeah, so, so it. be vulnerable and get, and reach out to somebody. Reach out <laughs> and say, Hey, I don't know what the heck to do here. Like, can you help me out? And, you know, and yeah, build your team, your circle of friends. There's an yeah. African proverb um, I like. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. There you go. I love that. And and rely on people, and people love it when you rely on them. Yes. Like I want, you know, and I my I, I have an open door policy. Text, I am, call me. I made a I made a mission when I went through my dark times that please take me out of this struggle. God was what was telling was what you know my thoughts were telling me. Right. And please use my pain to help others. Please, I would rather help others. I will help millions of people, and I really feel like I have this calling to help millions of people to give me the lessons, to give me the right people 
to lift me up. This is a better place to be than there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to help people be available. And, and I will never turn anyone away. And people ha- do reach out to me. Yeah. People will come to me. I, I had someone recently reach out to me, husband, wife, you know, do very well, very wealthy, ha- having hard personal times. Again, you know, the yeah. vulnerability. And, you know, she has no, she feels like she has no one to talk to. Right. And, and I said to her at the end, remember suffering is a choice. Yep. Did you say suffering is? Suffering is a choice. <clears throat> yep. I, the Buddhists say that, that pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. Right. And so you, you have know. a choice to be happy. You yep. have a choice. You are in charge of your happiness. Now you may not like the circumstances. Right. You may not like the, you know, it's kind of like going through, if you've been to a boot camp or in military, which I have not been in the military, but, you know, when you have to go through those mud runs or go through that heart painstakingly, uh, things you have to do in, in, in the hard, uh, times of your life. But right. when you do go through it, look what you become. So think of how cool I have this opportunity to go through this mud and I'm going to bring people along and, and we're going to figure this out and we're going to one day be clean. We're going to rise above that. We're going to climb the mountain. Once you climb one mountain, you can climb another mountain. I did that before. I could do it again. Yep. That's 1000% true. So, so, um, what's, and we're, we're, we're coming close to the end here, but, what uh which this went fast did this go fast this went fast we could talk forever i know and we have we've talked for hours on the phone um so so what's what's coming up for you like are you getting married anytime soon (laughs) (laughs) or should i be asking the fine doctor that doctor Hey, Chris, Dr. Chris, <laughs> life's good. Hey. We are, yeah. you know, obviously we met later in life. So we're having a fun uh, combining all the hats and family and personal. Um, we, um, I, my business direction, I still help people grow their business through many different ways. Um, I'm working on Amazon products now launching Amazon, wow. which as you know, 50% or more people buy products on Amazon. Yeah. So having a business background in marketing, we're using all that because I, I, you know, I like to make money when you sleep kind of thing, which is the residual income part of things. So um, I have a lot of people like you that come to me to help them figure out technology, websites, their social media, their vision. Um, I love vision for people. And and on my website, um, lisacaproli.com, I'm going to do a little shout out. Um, you know, it, it showcases some of the people's visions. I've been so privileged to work with so many amazing companies, car companies, um, oil and gas, uh, attorneys, entrepreneurs, uh, med device, all kinds of industries yeah. like you can. Yeah. And uh, so I, I get to know and ask questions of where they are, where their purpose is. And often I find that when you know your purpose, you're going to be doing the right thing. And so I help people figure out their purpose, you know, with, with their business and their, their personal, because those should be in alignment. Yeah. Um, but it's, I love doing art, as many people know. Um, I, I, so that's one thing. Um, I just had an art show this weekend. Um, so on my free time, I like to paint. Um, I love selling my paintings. I do art classes now. Um, continue writing. Um, but it's, it's really nice to balance it all and not work myself to death like I used to yeah. because we have all those five hats to fulfill. So my 
my voice now is to share that with others and and having having happiness. I have I have a shirt that I wanted to share because I I always say instead of OMG I always say OMH. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my happiness! I love that. And, and it's just again I you know you have the choice to have happiness in your life. Each one of you, yeah. you have a choice to have struggle. It's all your attitude. And it's about aligning yourself, as you often say, Ken, with the right people, yeah. you know, with the right team. If you're building a company, you're building a team, get the right people on the bus, get the wrong people off the bus. It's better to go understaffed a while than build a wrong team. And that's from the book Good to Great by Jim Collins. So true, too. I've had the wrong people. I've had the right people. And, and it, God, it makes such a huge difference. So, so just so everybody knows, Lisa and I are competitors. <laughs> no, we collaborate. Like, well, I don't yeah. see it as that. I don't see, I see it as, as opportunity. And, and you and I both see it that way. And, and, but yet there are people out there that, that, that um, do what we do, and they they would stick a knife in either one of us. So, like, you know, I'm just you know, not there's like so that. many there's so many bunch business going out there. Technology is changing, yes. as you know, Ken, and you have a big technology background, yes. which I love picking your brain about. Technology is going at an ever rapid pace. It's so fast today. The children are digital. Um, natives, they grew up with the internet in their pocket. We're digital immigrants. We had to learn how to use that. Yes. And we, thankfully, we have. Yeah. We, I still rely on my, thankfully, my children sometimes keep me innovative or other people yeah. asking questions. But there's so many business dinosaurs out there that you, we come across. And they're yeah. afraid to say, I don't know social media. I don't know what to do. I have the wrong software. I'm not, I, I don't know, you know, and I'll ask them questions about their sales team and they're using antiquated systems yeah. to grow their company. And they're, they're really missing, they're really spending money on incorrect things when they could be growing their business and having more profit. Yeah. There's so many people to be have, to help. So people like you and me, we have the opportunity to touch and work with the right people. Because of technology growing so rapidly, there, people like you and I, there will not be enough people we cannot help. And I, I see it like, I, I, and I know you do, but I, I see, I see these because I research. I, I wrote a blog last night, as a matter of fact. Do you know that there are 8 billion minutes a day? I think that's what it was. 8 billion minutes per day of video watched on Facebook. 8 billion. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Video. Yeah, in my book, Color Your Message, uh, one of my chapters talks about video being prevalent and, and that video is taking over what's, what's called text-based uh, platform. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love video. I, I talk about the importance of YouTube. My 12-year-old, Trey, has a YouTube channel called Trey Jam. He, he'll post a video in the morning, Ken, and by the afternoon, he had 28,000 views. He has, you know, That's crazy. Uh, tens of thousands of subscribers. Wow. Um, and he learned technology. Yeah. And he's applying it. And, and, and that's the thing. These kids, that they, they like, you know, if you try to explain to them what an eight-track tape is, <laughs> you may not even remember that. But, like, you know, I do. I, I remember that. I remember the cassette tapes. I remember playing cassettes so often that they would wear out, you know. so I wish I lived in today's. I, I, I tell my children and young people because they, you could take for granted this technology. Oh. Can you imagine if we had this when we were seven years old? <laughs> I know my my seven year old has an iPhone and iPad, and I mean it's 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 unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It, 
So I often say to young people, um, I speak into high school students, fifth graders, business groups. I tell the younger generation to you, you're using your phone. Get paid to use it. If you're good at social media, reach out to someone, help a, a, a brand, help a celebrity, help yeah. a business, yeah. and and learn how to use your technology, your use your God-given gifts to help other people. Yeah. And uh, you know, so when I'm on my phone doing social media, it's not just like I get paid to use social media. I get the rewards of it. Right. And uh, so. You know, if you're listening or you're watching this, whatever your skill set is, is give that to someone else and watch it come back tenfold. That's right. A- amen. And, and I, I, again, you're you're spot on. You always are. So, look, how how can everybody follow you? And on my Facebook page, um, you can go to Lisa Caprelli is my public page. Uh, posting on there a lot of times. I'm posting a lot about motivation, what inspires me. Um, not just business stuff. Right. Um, you can go to lisacaprelli.com. I have an incredible team that's helped me. I cannot have been who I am without my family, my team, my friends, people like you, people like you that want to share messages of other people. Imagine if you weren't using this technology to share this medium. Right. Um, so you could you could write me, um, but my first and last name, lisacaprelli.com. I'm on Instagram and I. It's important that um, you you know follow me, and it supports my growth, and it supports my mission to help millions of people. And um, using the stories and the work of all the incredible people, I've been so privileged to work with and help through the years. And I'm not going to stop doing this till the day I die. I love it. I freaking love it. You are amazing, and and I again, I know you on a very you know personal level. You're you're an amazing. Your heart is, just, and I said it in my post last night. I'm like, this woman's just filled with joy and love, and you really oh. are. You're just a good person. Thank so, you, and I enjoy you. reading that. Uh, yeah. So so listen. Thank you so much for coming on the show, agreeing to be on. I I know you're busy. I also know that you had to get up early to get ready, so thank you for that. Um, I can't believe you were texting me at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, I'm ready. You're awesome. So so um, I, I appreciate everybody, by the way, that came on and, and shared this out. I, I genuinely appreciate that. Make sure you follow the the page Breakthrough Walls for for more amazing interviews that I have coming up. Lisa, can I ask you some you. questions? Because yes. I'm going to turn yeah. the tables on you a little bit because yeah, you are sure. a great interview. So tell me, what is your purpose and reason for getting all these great people on your show, and what do you want more of? For what do I I want more of? Yeah, but first, what is your purpose for doing your show? I, you know, I've written down for years that I'm impacting millions of lives across the globe on a positive level. And, and, you know, finally one day I was thinking, I was like meditating about it and I'm like, why, why am I not? What am I not doing? What can I do to do more? I'm like, Hey, I have an idea. What if I do a show where I interview awesome people like Lisa Caprelli? And so, so that, that's where it started. And, and, um, gosh, I've been, I've, I've had some unbelievable guests on, including you. I've just had some amazing people come on. So, You've had, um, several. You've been doing this for a couple of months now? A month and a half, I think. Yeah, something like that. And you that. do it every day at 8, at 8 a.m. my time, 11 yours. Yeah, Monday through Friday. Yep. 
I've had and, like yeah. Sharon Lecter. Do you know who that is? Like she she was on the presidential advisory committee on financial literacy for President Bush and Obama. She she wrote Think and Grow Rich for Women with the Napoleon Hill Foundation. She's the co-author wow. of Rich Dad Poor Dad. I mean, she's amazing. She she agreed to come on my show. I've had um, Lisa Copeland on. I've had. Yes. I mean, I've just had. I have somebody tomorrow that's that's going to rock the the planet. Do you want to say who it is yet? Sure. No. Vic okay. Vic Tipness is coming on, and that guy is in Florida. He's the CEO of a company, and I mean, he is just unbelievable. So, like, like you wait until you see this guy. He's cool as heck too. He is. All the women are probably going to want to leave their boyfriends for this guy. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, well, I'd a, love to bring some great people to you as well and, and bring that because I appreciate and I think, again, you know, being able to share thanks to technology, yeah. we get to do this. And, um, and I believe in you and all the great work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, I, and so my other question was, what do you hope to get out of, like, what else do you want in, in life? Well, you know, um, I want to continue to expand my reach to, to help more people. I honestly, you know, when I sit and I really think about that to the core, um, do I want more money? Yes. Do I want my own um, jet airplane? Sure. Do I want um, millions in the bank? Yes. But it's not all about, like, for me... It's about like if I have those things, I can help a lot more. Yeah, people. When you have those things, it's you know I grew up in a dirt poor family. I grew up in an abusive family. I grew up with all of this this bad bad stuff, and 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 I think that it was all of those those tragedies and that that have occurred. And being a recovered alcoholic of sixteen years, and and having these all of these bad things that happened that I was the cause of a lot of them, right? And so I can see right through other people's stuff and help them quickly figure out how to, you know, so I, I want more of that. I want to help more people. And I want to be paid for it, you know? I don't work yeah. for free. So I, I, right. I mean, there's there are times, however, that I, I help people for free. But like yes. you know, I, I I like to help people. I like to see people grow and come out of the the crap. Yes. That is. Well, anyway, I can help you. I also going to start my own Facebook live show later on, maybe August. Um, giving it a good goal. So awesome. I I enjoy what what the platform you're doing and, and learning from you because I have not had my own free. I've had my own radio show. I had a show called the Business Experience Show for years on radio and podcasts. Yeah. But but again, I have that inner voice saying, Lisa, you can use this tool to help people. So I need you. So you're going to help inspire me to do that. Good, and because I, it's you, a lot of fun. Isn't it fun that you get to find people's stories and interview? Yes. Like I think it's so much fun. I have, you know, and 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 I don't want to go a whole lot longer, but I, I'm going to tell you that I have, um, and it's in my book, Walls of Wisdom, turning. Yes, show your book. Here, let me show you my book. Walls of Wisdom, Turning Pain into Profit. And I so, love that. So, you know, I wrote this story that I had a, a, you know, I've been in web development and design forever. And and so I had a, um, my very first office, I had a graphic designer that worked for me. And, and it was my very first employee. And, and it, was, it, was, it was around 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. 
And um, and and thank you, Greg Walker. He said, "Great book." Thank you. He he actually wrote um, wrote one of the reviews on the back. Um, so I, you know, I um, I had this employee. I couldn't pay him, and it was only like five hundred dollars. Like I couldn't pay him this one week, and I'm like. God, why does it have to be so hard? Why, like, what in the heck is going on? I only have one freaking employee and I can't pay this guy. What the heck? And so a friend of mine, his dad owns a big company that does about a hundred million dollars a year. And, and I remember thinking, I'm going to call him the dad and, and talk to him. And, and I'm like, so I did. And I called him and I said, I said, man, I don't want any money. I'm not asking for money. I'm asking you to. I lost you a little. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. So I'm talking to him. Sorry, I was getting some weird feedback. I'm talking to him and I said, I said, look, you know, I, I don't, um, I don't know what to do. Like, what's the secret? What's the secret to all of this? Like, I'm broke. I, I can't pay one employee. I don't know what the, I, like, I, it's, it's a mess. And, and he goes, well, listen, here's, if there, there is no secret. And I go, what kind of BS is that, man? He goes, all right, look, if there's any kind of a secret, here it is. You got to stay in the ring. You got to keep running, keep fighting, and you don't let the blanking tiger catch you. And, and I'm yeah. like, that's it? He goes, that's it. He goes, dude, <laughs> dude, I, I, I'm, I, I can remember having, you know, five credit cards all maxed out, not being able to make payroll. I had 40, 50 employees. I had to call them all together and say, hey, I'm not going to make payroll this week. I'm very sorry. Um, we'll make it up to you next week and I'll even give you a little bonus for, for the delay and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and he said, look, some of them left. They quit. They walked away. And and over the years, a lot of people left. They walked away because they just got tired of the ups and the downs. And I don't blame them. He goes, but I had a few people that stuck right by my side. They never gave up no matter what. They didn't give up on me. They stayed there and made sure that our company succeeded. And all of those people are now multimillionaires. Wow, that's and, great. And he said, and my kids and my grandchildren will never have to worry about money ever again, only because I didn't give up. I stayed in the ring and I kept fighting. So, yes, I'll I'll close with that um, saying, act and God will act. That's right. Amen. I agree. So listen, thank you so much again for being on. Thank here. you. I'm very, very grateful for our friendship. Don't hang up. I'm going to end the Facebook Live. I want to say thank you to everybody for coming on, sharing all the loves, the likes. We even got one angry face. Who wonder who that is. So um, <laughs> I love the haters. We can't love please them. everyone. <laughs> love the haters. So um, listen, thank you so much. Appreciate all of you. Lisa, I love you. Thank you for coming on. Really appreciate it. And we will see you guys all tomorrow. Make sure you follow Lisa Caprelli. See you guys later. Bye.